What's your problem? Uh, it's a, 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 a USA Today article that I found. Uh-huh. Uh, and I found it about half an hour ago, 45 minutes ago or so. Cheeto in chief. No. Sorry, oh, is it about Secret Life? No. Okay. What is it? The article is called How Game of Thrones Taught Us the Tragedy of War. No one else uh, ever, you know, n- no one ever knew before Game of Thrones. The little subheader, uh, and this, to, to be fair to the uh, author of this article, this little subheader was from uh, uh, the editor. Despite uh-huh. it's its a, dra- sorry. Despite its dragons and drama, this cult show managed to teach viewers something about reality. Uh, okay. So, uh, do you want to read, is this going to kill me? Yeah, it's going to kill you. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm, I'll read you some excerpts. Uh-huh. Um... This is not a Game of Thrones podcast. But no, 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 I think no. This but this is, is a good article. This is important. This, this is a good article. Um, overlooked in these impressive figures, referring to some numbers about how good the show was, is the uncomfortable fact that the show about fictional Westeros was full of actual lessons on the brutality of real war. <laughs> the entire show hovers around this theme. The, no, there's no themes in Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones was always about war. There have been yeah. other possibilities floated for years on the internet. <laughs> the lessons ranged from debt to the meaning of life to the perfect oh wedding. Oh my god. But everyone <laughs> the perfect knows, wedding? But everyone knows, in the end, it was really all about war. No, 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 And no. the ugly no. reaction, and the ugly reaction to the no. series finale provides a glimpse into the anger, no. dissatisfaction, and lingering agony felt by anyone who has spent a significant period of time invested in a real Read war. Read the books! Watch anything else! Nobody How feels you- good about having been part of a war, even when it ends. Victory parades may look pretty, but often mask deep sadness and abundant scars. <gasps> I know this feeling well. I spent two years in combat in Iraq early in my military career and oh, lost okay. three soldiers close to me. I'll never feel comfortable with the way my war ended. You, never. You what? You were in war and you lost people and you said... And no Game of Thrones would... fans seem <laughs> to feel the same fans. way about ah! the end of their own long war i lost three friends and no one will ever know what that's like until they watch the red wedding i'm gonna read something that will kill you okay <laughs> yes that lingering dissatisfaction is amplified most by the pain of losing someone who matters in iraq another of our losses was a really big really nice guy who crammed himself into a tank as a driver he drowned in the desert when his tank crested a wadi a large pond and the tank turned downward and the turret got stuck in the mud, trapping him inside as water slowly filled the hatch. Oh, that's horrible. His gr- his death was a grenade to the unit's soul. Yeah. It reminded me of the loss of another large man in Game of Thrones. No! Hodor. No! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I was never able to, to cope with this death and, and nothing else, I just not until Hodor. I, post- oh I posted god. that in Pigot chat. And it's oh destroying God. everyone's brains. And somebody, uh, I don't remember who, pointed out. Oh, it might have been. It might have been Lauren. Uh, pointed out that at the bottom of the article, it says, 
Yeah, Lauren pointed out. He, by the way, he's a professor at ASU. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, Lieutenant Colonel uh, M.L. Cavanaugh. I can't imagine what class he teaches. And with author Max Brooks, who wrote the Zombie Survival Guide. Yeah, he does write this. He wrote. He wrote World War Z. He wrote he's also, Winning he's Westeros: the... How Game of Thrones Explains Modern Military Conflict. Well, one thing you gotta know about Game of Thrones and A Song of Ice and Fire is that its its main theme at the end of the day is about it's about war. That's what it's it, about. I kind of have a feeling that war might be involved. I think war might be involved. There's there's definitely not a book that that uh, in the series that isn't about like like the war is not happening in one of the books. I'm gonna I'm gonna read them. you one excerpt from the book and then we can do the podcast. Okay, we do a podcast. Baelish manipulates data to sow further political instability. <laughs> Dot, 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 dot. Uh, he's neither a king nor ruler nor powerful leader. Dot, dot, dot. He excels as an information broker. Dot, dot, dot. In, co- in contemporary parlance, Baelish is a black hat hacker. Dot, dot, wow. dot, dot. Whoa. And like any good hacker, he occasionally disrupts the system Whoa. for the lulls. Whoa. Lord Baelish's fucking epic watchdogs. Adrian Shepard in his iconic cap. That is okay. so fucking cool, dude. Let's go. Right. What is yeah. this podcast about? This this is a podcast, uh, fellow teens, it's about, about the war. secret life of the American teenager. It's if called you really Jergen think it. about it, it's at the end of the day, this podcast is about war. It's it's I'm... mostly about war, but it's mostly mostly about sex. That's uh, true. This is Jurgen. It. I'm Sam Canning, aka the boy that cried wolf too many times, and I'm Jordan Canning, aka uh, this means war by thirty seconds to Mars. Uh, uh, this is war. I this think is, is what war that's called. by thirty. Yeah, sure. You know, I've never really, I've never sought that song out. It's fine. Um, <laughs> this is season five, episode four: Lies and Buys. Title watch. There were some. There were some lies. There were lies. There was a buy. I, I there actually wasn't one... a buy because Ashley just left. <laughs> Ashley had already left. So I mean, the letter was kind of a good buy. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, this episode was written by Brenda Hampton, directed by Gail Bradley. Uh, ah. How'd you feel about this one? You know, I watched it a couple hours ago, and and I plum couldn't tell you how I felt about this one. I mean, here let's let's break it down. Let's break it down, right? Uh huh. Ashley is gone. She will never come back. Uh huh. Ben Voikovich is Ben Voikovich is Pokemon going to jail. Uh huh. Uh, and you know that's that's it. We didn't see Kathy in this episode. I noticed. She wasn't, you know what was funny about Kathy? Not to like jump Oh, Kathy, I legitimately forgot who Kathy was. Yeah, so Kathy's, Kathy is in the previously on, like they uh-huh. show her, like Amy, like, oh, you're gonna be mentoring this pregnant teen. Yeah. Not only is Kathy, like, like not in the episode, no one mentions Kathy in this episode. Like, no, not she's even not Amy. really relevant to this particular episode. Uh, I see. Well, she was in the previously on, so I did figure. Yeah, um, she'll, she'll so be the- back. Uh, I, I finished watching this episode and immediately forgot everything about it, so... I'll tell you, I'll tell you... pretty good. I'll, t- I'll tell you who I really didn't like in this episode. <laughs> Ricky and Amy. Well, you know, I didn't, like, care for Ricky and Amy. No, not, not great. Um, I've got some issues with both of them. Uh, shall we jump into it? <laughs> yes, yeah, so we begin the episode with... Before we begin couple. the episode, before we jump into uh, it, it, I want to jump into a moment in the previously on that I don't know if you felt a way about it. But it was, was the it? editing of the previously on when Ben says, you're a pervert, Omar. And Omar says, you just crossed the line. And then Ben says, I love you. I've always loved you. He did cross the line in that because moment. Ben is in, tell- because it's in the same hallway and they did yeah, nothing to indicate like Ben, was ben telling wasn't Omar still that he talking always- to Omar. 
Finn has always loved Omar famously. So um, we begin with, uh, so Ricky and Amy, the happy non-married couple, are arguing about whether or not to expose their lie or tell the, the truth. I had to take a walk 10 seconds into the episode. Yeah. Because the episode begins with Ricky being like, Amy, lying is bad. And Amy's like, lying is good. Besides, it's only one. And then Ricky's like, it's not just one lie, Amy. It's going to lead to a, li- a web of lies, which is terrible. I would never. And I'm like, never Damn. tell a web of lies. I have character development, but not enough that I'm not going to yell at you and say this line uh, where he says... Uh, he's just screaming and he's like, we're getting deeper and deeper into our lie. And then Amy says like, calm down. And then he says, don't tell me to calm don't down, Amy. Calm down. That's not a good thing to say to me. I'm not calm and you don't want to make me anymore not calm. And then, I am like, mad at Ricky again. Secret Life fan, like Amy fan 99 said like, did Ricky just threaten Amy again? And then there like, was a, there was a moment here plays. where. Where Amy is like, uh, she's like, oh, this is as much, uh, your fault as it is mine. And he says, no, it's not. Yeah. Because you're the one who said we're married. And Amy's like, well, if you, yeah, if you one- felt that way, then you should have, you should have told the truth right then and there. And then Ricky's like, seven, eight, nine, ten. Before he like responds to Amy. And I feel a little conflicted about that because if Ricky has anger management issues and he's using anger management techniques, I guess it's for the best that he's doing that. But. But also, why are you with him, Amy? Also, yeah, you're but not also, married. like, why did that make him so mad? Yeah, that's that he true. Well, what count? I enjoyed about that is that he was like, he he, that shut him up. Like he couldn't argue with that. She was yeah. correct. In yeah. That moment. That's, oh, that's why he's so mad. He's like, damn it, she's right. Fuck. Damn it, God. Um. So Amy, Amy says this is sort of another common theme in the episode is that Amy says I have to go to school, and then Ricky says No, this conversation isn't over, Amy. Christ. I haven't made a decision yet. You're gonna stay here, and we're gonna talk about this. And then Amy leaves, but then it's funny. Oh, this is funny. What if they did this for the first time? What if they did this for the first time? She forgot John because she's an irresponsible, horrible mother. Ha-ha. And then, uh, then Ricky does this cool thing where he says, "Amy, you're teaching our son to lie. You gotta, you gotta tell the truth, or our son's gonna burn." down a high school right he's like don't do this to john john this doesn't I'm fucking t- understand what's happening here what are you talking john's about like, i'm gonna start lying now and i hate the authorities john's like mommy you said that you're married but i saw the wedding tape that revealed the truth and then in the previously on like and, okay here's another Jack thing i don't Tim get here's Tebow another thing now. i don't get here's another thing i don't get yeah they could just get married get married and just and, be done with it. Like, which they could is go to literally the, the exact same thing that Anne and George did. They could just go to the court, sign some papers, get married. But but you know the thing, Sam? You know the epic thing? No. What if they don't want to get married? Well, they do. Well, it's season five, and what? No, but they, they do. do. They that's irrelevant. They do. They do want to get married. So why don't they? Well, if they, well, that's that's beyond the point because if they did want to get married, then they would have just done it. Like, no, no, the no. Whole they, point was they, that, the reason they didn't get married is because there was a kooky old man playing. No, I know. Songs. There's, I know there's a kooky old man because they did. They like ran away to like have a weird fake wedding. But you can just do, the the cool thing is that you can just file the paperwork and then be legally married. Like you don't. Right, but the reason that they haven't done that is because everyone was everyone thinks that they're married and now they lied about it, which well, means well, that they can't. Well, what's funny is they they kind of like they kind of hang a lampshade on it because they're like they kind of try to explain it where they're like, well. We can't run away again because then everyone would know that we're not actually married. And it's like you don't have to run away. You don't at need all. to run away. You don't you need can to fucking do run it. Away. You can go to is like five minutes away. Probably you don't have to go to Albertsons. Just go to the fucking court. Just do it. 
Yeah, no, but, but then Ruben will find there? out because Ruben's What if? At, oh, what there. if? What if uh, Milton is there outside the courthouse and he's like, who? Well, you remember Milton. Uh, Milton's never Milton. coming back. Milton There's no the way cloud. Milton's coming back. Why would Milton come back? Hi, I'm. I've gone into business with uh, all the other characters. I Chicago man. David Hello, Johnson. welcome to my restaurant. Milton's the only bar and grill. <laughs> uh, do we see Jeff's this week? I feel like we did. Yeah, no. very briefly. Yeah, did we? Maybe. Anyway, I, th- I think we do. Anyway, anyway, Amy. Amy so, likes to pretend to be married, and then they get another scene. Yeah. So uh, George goes just... into Ashley's room. Yeah. And he's he's like looking for her. He's like Ashley. Hey Ashley. Ashley, Ashley. you hiding? Oh, she's hiding. Then, Oh, she's, she's hiding, hiding forever. She's hiding off screen. Um, she, and then, did you letters. like the acting here? Oh, it was so good. There's two letters, and he picks it up, and he goes, "No!" Oh, yeah. I was gonna say, don't do that to your throat. Oh no, uh, yeah. He just goes, "No!" It's very. I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably edit in George's. Oh, please great edit no. in George's no. No. Falling in love. So that uh, he just well actually I I won't need to tell you that he does that and then the theme song plays because I definitely left in the theme song there. So yes. after the theme song, George calls Anne and he's yeah. like, Anne, did you help Ashley run away to Italy? Because no way did she have the money. And Anne's that's like, how Anne finds out. By the way, she did not know about this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's like, she's like, wait, what? Ashley did what? And then the rest of the episode about Ashley is just she immediately to accepts it though. She's just like, oh, she ran away oh, to yeah, Italy. Okay. Not- uh, he's like, how did she pay for that? Um, she apparently has a credit card with a $200 limit, which mm-hmm. then Anne thinks that Toby paid for it. And then he's like, this is so funny and epic where he's just like, they ran off and they're having sex in Italy. I'm going to go to Italy and force them to come home. And then, and then, and like, as he's like, oh, wait, hold on. That's, that's later. Uh, there's some, uh, one fun thing that I really enjoyed here. Where, uh, there's, like, some stuff, like, Anne makes George read, uh, her card, because she uh-huh. thinks Ashley might have told him so- her something else, and then he's like, Ashley used to love me the best and tell me everything. This is your fault. You got her the wanderlust when you took her on a trip, and then, and then Anne, it's like, hey, remember when you went on that RV road trip that we never got to see? Just a reminder <laughs> to the viewers. That did happen. You, we never mention it. Uh-huh. And then he's like, yeah, she's like, this is your fault. And, and then by the and way, that's, yeah. Anne yes. is so chill about this. And I remember no, she's why. Cool with it. It's because yeah. Anne, she specifically says, she's like, well, I'm just glad Ashley's interested in something for once. <laughs> like, for once in her entire life, she's, she's okay not... with that. Uh, 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 yeah. So, so George is like, I'm going to go t- track down Ashley and Toby. I bet he he's blah, says blah, blah. that he's, he says, that he is going to go to Italy and find her. Now, I don't know about you, uh-huh. but if they had done a subplot in this season <laughs> of George just like, all right, I'm in Italy. I Too don't expensive. speak the language and I got to find Ashley. No, it would be like one. They'd like create one like 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 porch in Italy. And yeah. Entire... And George would get to the porch and be like, have you seen Ashley? And they would and go, Ashley's oh, she like, died. I'm... No, no. They'd be like, ah. Ashley, no, she's right here. And then she'd Ashley. come out and be like, she's, she's well, right here off camera having fun. Found, yeah, she's cooking up a storm. She's doing such a good job. Yeah. So, Anyways. Uh, so as George is saying, he's going to go murder Toby. Toby walks in and he and also like, has a letter mm. from Ashley and he's, he's sad. Like, and he's like, oh, our, 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 gone. Our Ashley is gone. Did you notice, by the way, uh, this is just where I have in my notes that during in the like opening credits, this is where they showed the name Haley Duff. Haley Duff. Who's Hillary Haley Duff's Duff? older sister. Who did she, did she play the public? De- yeah, public yeah, that defendant? was her. And you know ah. what? You know what? Uh huh. Haley Duff power. was in, Haley Duff was on Seventh Heaven. Ah, nice. I believe it. 
the 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 conspiracy continues uh toby's like i'm gonna (laughs) he's like he toby also doesn't know how ashley got the money and george wants to read his letter and he's like it's seven pages worth of intimate sex acts yeah please don't read my letter ashley wrote smut for me when she said goodbye (laughs) i refuse to believe that ashley has seven pages of feelings about toby but whatever sherlock holmes tell don't show and john Uh, took off his mustache this is amazing um, though. This is amazing because yes. it's it's not like tell don't show. It's like tell that there's something that you could tell but you're not showing. Well, to be fair, I don't think that I want the scene where Toby reads his No, I, no, 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 no. I'm George just saying Jenkins. it's like we've never seen any like actual like oh, chemistry like, or emotions between them. No, they just said it. They said they love each other and they said off that they had sex. Oh, okay. Yeah, so time. George so is they, like, "Let me see the letter." And Toby says, "No." And then Toby starts crying and he hugs he, George he, and the piano's like <laughs> I don't know about I don't know about that. I don't know about I don't know about crying for that. He, he's 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 you know he's boohoo. He's kind of like pretending he's making a to sad cry. face. He's making a sad face and sort of pretending to cry. Well, he's acting anyway. Uh, ben is Ben is. Oh, in by the way, uh, just oh. just 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 to really yes. just hammer this home. Uh, Toby got to be in the series later than Ashley did, and uh, that's Toby's final appearance. In case there was any question, Toby's never coming back. Well, of course. What would Toby be fucking doing on this? I can't wait for Grant to come back and be like, where's my love? Man, I really don't know if Grant's going to come back. There's no fucking way that Grant I can't imagine why he would, but I really want him to come back. I miss, I liked Grant. Um, Well, so Ben is, well, I I also liked Grant and I also, also hated Grant. (laughs) He was a lot of people. Uh, Ben is in bed upside down wearing his shoes in bed. Shoes on the pillow. Shoes on the pillow. Oh, that's true. Not only shoes on the bed, shoes on the pillow. Shoes on the pillow. And Leo walks in and he says, what are you doing? You must be high or drinking because your shoes are on the pillow. His, His exact words are, are you on drugs or just stupid? And then Ben says he's trying to get the blood to rush to his brain so it'll either help him think or kill him. Yeah, if all, if the more blood that's in my brain, the smarter I get. That's how, says, that's, oh, what, that's, that's what the movie, that's what the movie Lucy was about, right? Yes. It's about they, a woman with lots of blood she, in her brain. She was, it was a serial killer movie. Do you remember Silar from Heroes? No, I've never, bold of you to assume that I've seen the TV show Heroes. I think that, that was probably 10 years uh, old when it was on the air. No, probably, well, I don't know. It's just because, uh, all of our entire family, except for you, watched Heroes together as a family. You probably weren't <laughs> interested. Um, yeah. But Silar went around, like, collecting brains from superheroes to take their powers. Lucy was a serial killer who re- who went around just collecting blood and then putting that into her own brain to make herself smarter and stronger. I see. Um, so... so s- heroes. I if you If hero. you remember Heroes, like, comment, and subscribe. So Leo is going out with Camille tonight, and Ben wants to go for some reason. And then Leo it, does... It's so the- weird, because, like, Ben doesn't want to go. He's just like... Oh, are you here? Are you coming here to tell me this to invite me? And Leo's like, "Ah, oh, you can come if you want." And Ben's Basically, like, "This yeah. is this is what I love because Leo's like, yeah, you can come if you want." Ben's like, "Okay, uh, what what time would you be going?" And Leo's like, "What the fuck is your problem, Ben? If you want dinner, you can you could come to dinner. What does You're it matter what time boy. it is? You expect me to hand you a put the food in the spoon and then be like, here comes the plane? He literally he literally line. is like he's like, do you need me to feed you too? Here comes the plane." Like, Leo is gone. He was just com- asking you what time dinner is. Leo, what the fuck, Leo? <laughs> Leo has reached a new level of just I hating his own son. I don't literally. I even- don't know who Leo is anymore. Remember, I I know this was so long ago in their lives, but remember when Leo at the graveyard? Uh, I was gonna say when Leo went to George Jurgen's office and said, "Come on, George, let our kids get married. Let our kids get married." 
Ben just wants to take care of this pregnant girl's baby for the rest of his life. That was when George had mints that we then referenced for the next hundred episodes. Ah, that's true. I guess Leo must have been upside down all day, because the blood sure was in his head that, <laughs> in that moment. He was very red. <laughs> he was very red. So um, then, uh, so, so, so Leo says, you gotta man up, Ben, and, and go, and I'm not gonna help you, so you better go help yourself. And then Ben says, like, Okay, well, Dylan's dad told me to just sit back and... Okay, you know what's funny about Ben in mm-hmm. this episode? Is that Ben has had two fuck-ups in his in, in this moment at the same time. Because mm-hmm. he did the whole burn down a school thing, which rules. And then he also called Omar a pervert. So he's... So, like, in this episode... I don't episode, see how either of those is a mistake. Neither of those are a mistake. Are a mistake. Though, both of those things are, like, trouble that Ben is in. And uh-huh. every time he speaks about it, I can't tell which one he's talking about. Until he, like, <laughs> yeah. specifies. That was even a moment last week where he was like, hey, Dad, I'm in trouble. And he was like, what do you mean? Which one? <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, ben, ben says that Dylan's dad just says to stay back and wait. And then Leo tells him that uh, he should... This is Leo's new thing, is that Leo <laughs> tells... This is brand new from Leo, uh-huh. that Ben should go and tell the authorities what Dylan did. Yeah, and Ben says, what we did. And then Leo goes, no, what she what did. she did. Anyways, uh, now we're... <laughs> Anne is calling Amy at school. Amy, and Amy's a- like... Not, not at school. Uh, at, at a green screen with a school projected onto it. Well, you know, it's expensive to... To, 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 it's expensive. Dude, this I, like, is fucking, they, they did this shit in season three. There was, there were like a few really weird green screen moments and, and they well, brought it back this, for season five. I feel like five. we're going to have a lot of green screen moments now that the show is getting canceled and they probably oh, don't want to spend more money on it. Do you, do you think Anyways. that the, do you think that the high school was like, I'm sorry, we can't fucking keep like shutting down the hallways for you to film this bullshit? <laughs> We You're, let you. You are sub you film, one million viewers. You can't shut down our school for that. We let you film the chicken dance scene in our gym, and you were able to come <laughs> back after that. But like, I don't know that 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 flash mob. Absolutely, we're not letting oh you back in. Oh my god. So anyway, uh, Anne is calling Amy, who is allegedly at school. We know where she really is. It's uh, not even the same fucking school in the background. <laughs> She's at another school. She's transferred to get away from- It's a different fucking building. It's a different <laughs> courtyard. It looks like a fucking university. What the fuck? How did this happen? Anne thinks that Amy somehow paid for Ashley to go to Italy, which Yeah, makes with her no famous sense. money. With her famous money that- We know that it, she has lots of money. And then uh, Amy's like, I have to go. I'm at school, allegedly. And then- uh, <laughs> And then, and then Anne says this line that I love where she says, hold on, I need to put you on hold. I'm getting a call from Madison and Lauren, who I guess share a single phone line. Yeah, she, yeah, she's getting a call from Madison and she's just like, well, that's, surely Lauren is standing next to her. See, here's the options. That, or they have a shared phone that just says Madison and Lauren on the (laughs) caller ID. Or, like, they call her and they're like, hi, hi, Amy's mom, it's me, Madison and Lauren. Anyways, yeah, sort of uh, a, they, a Sam and Eric situation. I mean, it's like the the fu- like we said, the fucking fandom refers to them as like a single as character. Uh, so they, uh, so yeah, Madison uh, and Lauren. I do want to, yeah. I do want to address something which I don't know if you made super clear that when Amy's like, "Mom, I have to get, I ha- I really have to get to class," and this is what you were talking about earlier with Ricky. Anna's like, "Do not hang up, Amy." Yeah. Do not hang up. We need to have this conversation right now. Oh, by the way, I'm putting you on hold so I can talk to your friends. Yeah, Amy's like, reason. I need to fucking get to class. Her mom's like, no, you may not go to class. Madison and Laura Oh my god, okay, I'm sorry. Quick green screen mm-hmm. check. Quick yes. green screen check. Shout out to Bodark who pointed this out to me. Uh, and there's even a timestamp. Uh, nine minutes and 11 seconds. Never forget, uh, if you want to go to go to jo.org, uh, Lies I'm and crying. Bias, season five, episode three. And I'm check this. and crying. Um, there is a shot... 
where two people walk behind Amy on the green screen background. They walk behind her, and they are closer to the camera than she is. That rules. They just look like giant floating heads hovering behind her. It is exquisite. Thanks, Brenda. Damn. Thank you, Brenda. So anyway, uh, Madison and Lauren are planning a wedding reception, and Madison says that they're not going to invite the girls that Ricky slept with because they're perfectly good friends. Yeah, no sex girls allowed at this one. (laughs) I forgot about the term sex girls, honestly. It's been a while. Ricky's Ricky's been not good, but the show has thought that he's he's been been, good for a while. He's been been different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not Um, really, but the show thinks he has been. Yeah, well, he, I mean, he's ba- he's still bad. He's just differently bad. Yeah. So, um, so they're like planning this wedding reception, and then Anne's like, "No, if anyone's gonna have a wedding reception for Amy and Ricky, it's gonna be me and George." And then Madison says, "Like, well, y- well, you hadn't said anything about it yet, so I assumed you weren't gonna do it." And then Amy comes along and she says, "Absolutely not. I don't want a wedding reception." Yeah, and then and then Amy's like, "Why are you talking to my mom about this behind my back?" And Lauren says. Your mom always feels left out, and now that she's gay, we don't want her to think we're homophobic. They're good friends. Uh, I mean, hey, here's the thing. Uh, why why isn't are... my daughter's friends calling me on the phone they to must chat? Think it's... They must be homophobic. I mean, Sam, I hate to say it, that's that's why Amy's not talking to her mom, so... Yeah, Amy's homophobic, unfortunately. Um, Amy's extremely homophobic. So, Sorry, so Shailene. Anne calls Amy back, and she's like, Amy, I want to throw you a wedding reception, and Amy's like... Amy's like, no, you can't, because Ricky doesn't want one. And then Madison and Lauren are like, oh, but huh? you said you didn't want one. So it's now, it's the the moral that Ricky said it would be of, like, lies upon lies. I don't know why, I don't know why, I don't know why, because... It doesn't because even matter how hard you try. It's <laughs> Because it's a common, like, uh, uh, moral of, like... If you tell one lie, then you have to tell another, and you have to tell another, and then the lies build up, and then you get caught in a lie, and then everyone knows that you're a big liar, and it's a bad thing. Mm. What I don't get is why Amy was like, no, Madison and Lauren, there can't be a wedding reception, I don't want one. And then five seconds later, in front of Madison and Lauren, no, mom, there can't be a wedding reception, Ricky doesn't want one. Now, here's the thing, here's the thing. Two things. Number one, (laughs) number one, first Uh of all. If she had said that she, cause, cause Anne wanting to throw Amy a wedding reception and Amy saying no, because I don't want one. It's pretty airtight, right? Yes. Like, like Anne couldn't be like, well, man, I mean, I guess my daughter doesn't want one. So I guess I have no excuse, right? Yeah. Like maybe if Nora or Margaret wanted to throw one. The other reason is that if Amy had said that she wanted one, then there would be no reason for Anne to like tell Ricky and then Ricky wouldn't have something to get mad at Amy. About, yeah, kind of so. seems like it was really, really contrived it seems that like Amy a really made contrived up a second for... worst lie. Because like if she had said, yeah, like seriously, if she said I didn't want one, then that's like, well, okay, guess, guess I have no, no way to do it now. Not to mention, not to mention... The the moral that they were going for that if you if you are telling a lie you have to tell more lies and the lies pile up and then the lies start contradicting the other lies that's not what she did here like you didn't have her be like oh I can't have this because Ricky doesn't want it oh why doesn't Ricky want it and then she makes up a fake reason and then later she makes up another lie that yeah. contradicts that lie she just told two different lies about the same thing <laughs> that's anyways why, yeah. yeah I have a quest I have a question for you uh huh it's season five. Yeah. Are you ready for some football? Uh, well, I'm ready for some football, but, uh, can it be on a green screen? 
Now, football is traditionally played on on green grass. Okay, but can but it what be if played football is a... played on a green screen? Here's what's amazing. Okay, we go to the football field and the football screen. Well, here, well, here's the thing about that. You know what's interesting is I think that some of this is played on a real right. football. Right. We field. go. We do go to the football field. And then, there's football happening. Right. We're watching Jack and the boys playing football. And then we cut to a green screened shot of Grace standing off to the side in front of a football field background where like the ground football is at an angle. So it looks like she's like standing in a, like in a void. It looks very not strange. Not to like drop, not to like drop references that no one understands, but this season is getting some real fucking Decker versus Dracula vibes <laughs> going on. Just like, seriously. Anyways, uh, so, like, I guess, I don't know, are Christians allowed on football fields? Yes. Uh, I mean, Grace is a real Christian. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to think that, that Brenda, I think that Brenda doesn't like Christians. I don't, well, let's, let's, let's dive let's into this scene this and explore out. it. So, so Grace, Jack is like, Grace is yeah. green screened onto, onto a football field background, and then. So Coach Carter is like, hey, Jack, your girl, ex-girlfriend from, huh? Please call him Coach Allure. Sorry, Co- why is it he Coach Allure and not Coach Allure? Because you called him Coach Alor once. I see. Coach Alor. Or no, I so think Coach- it was, I think it was a, a, a reference to single delicious Couch Alor. Well, yeah, no, it was, cause it was, it's Counselor was, I accidentally said Counselor. It, it doesn't matter. He's, yeah, he's anyway, Coach Alor. He's Coach Alor. He's, he's Gogalor. Uh, so Coach Carter is like, Pappas, your, your the disrespect girl- of this. The, your ex-girlfriend from Call season him one. Coach Alor. You're killing Coach, me. It means so Coach much. Coach Carter, to me. no homo, is tells Jack that his ex girlfriend from season one is here. They haven't dated since beginning of season two. Yeah, and she's here at this green screen, and he wants to talk. To, she wants to talk to him, and uh-huh. he's like, he's like, Pappas, what like, the hell is your ex girl? If your ex girlfriend doing in front of the football field green screen? Why is she getting her picture taken in front of the commemorative novelty football field backdrop? <laughs> so he's like. He's like, this is not high school. I'm in college. I need to practice. I don't want to get kicked off the team. And he's just like, don't worry. There's a really fucking stupid contrived plot reason for this, Jack. Yeah. So, so like- Jack, go- Coach Alora says, Jack, you can go talk to Grace. And then Jack runs over to talk to Grace from the football. I I can't. He's I- on a football field. He's on the football field. On the football field. He runs over to Grace, who is also on the football field. And then we cut. And begin like a shot reverse shot sequence of Jack talking to Grace. The lighting is different. They are on a fucking green screen. The background behind them is a completely different part of the field from where they were just standing. Um, okay, Miss Hampton, um, I will let you film on my football field. I will let you film on my football field for 15 seconds. That's all I can give you, unfortunately. It's... So weird, and then uh, there's a shot of Grace waving at the coaches. You know, that's probably what it is, actually. They're like, any scene that has, like, multiple people, the football players, then the second, the second Jack and Grace are talking together, they're uh, they're not paying for the football field anymore, they're on a green screen. Yeah, probably. Yeah, anyways, uh, this is the cool, this is a cool teen line from Grace here. uh Uh-huh, is it when when Grace waves at the coaches (laughs) and we cut over to the coaches who are not green screened? They're on a real football field. Right, and then we go back to Grace in front of the green screen and Jack goes, what are you, nuts, waving at my coaches? And she goes, I'm nuts about our Lord Jesus. And then Damn. she says, she says, I, Jack, I want us to share our religion again. And Jack says, well, I want to share something with you too, which is why I'm not interested. Do you, do you get it? Do you get it's it? season five, Jack. He wants to put There's his, like, he wants there's to like, put this his, is fucking Pigot voice. Like there's 22 episodes of this show and Jack still wants to have sex with Grace. He wants to put his, 
he he was man uh she says like wow you've settled it seems to me that you've once again settled for oral sex and other things when you really want a real relationship and then jack's like look i gotta go and then grace says uh hey i unbeknownst to you i talked to coach watkins name drop yeah um he's coach or whatever you said his name was uh his name is coach yalar and (laughs) uh No, his name is Coach Watch- Watkins. You, you won't call you won't call Coach Alore Coach Alore, but you'll call him Coach Watkins Coach his name Alore. Is Coach, his name is Coach Wattpad. Okay, and, Co- uh, Coach says, Wattpad. She says he wants him to be more public about being a Christian, and Jack's like, God, I I was not I have not been a Christian since I told Adrian to go to church with me in episode like four or three. Yeah, Jack, I don't think you're in any position to name drop oh. season one when you're still trying to fuck Grace, but whatever. Can I give you my cool centrism moment? Uh-huh. So then Jack says, look, I don't want to be a Christian or a Muslim or a Buddhist or a Democrat or a Republican or anything that I'm not. So is Jack a centrist or is he a libertarian? He's a libertarian. He's a libertarian. He's a libertarian. Uh, And then she says, yeah. Yes. uh, Jack says, Grace, I don't ever want to see you here again. And she says, don't worry, I'm not here. I'm in front of a green screen. (laughs) I'm somewhere else. Yeah. And then she says, have a blessed practice, Jack. And then she waves goodbye to the coaches who are on the football field, and they and they weirdly start speculating about whether this random girl that I mean, I guess Coach Carter Alore. No, 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 knows no. Here's her. what happens. Here's what happens. Okay, so you know uh-huh. what? So like, I, 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 I confess, I'm not a footballman. I'm more into baseball. What? Everything. So I'm sorry. Do you, you love football? You love that 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 sweet pig skin? I know. And you're a jock, and you love to play. When you, because you manage a football team, right? Yeah. So when you're picking players for your team, which which one? Uh, oh, sorry, the uh, the you know the one. Oh, the left the fun, one. The left one. The one on the left. The one on the left. The one the one that plays on uh, green screen field. Right. Uh, no, not the right team. The left one. <laughs> oh, sorry. So, oh, sorry. So when you when you're picking people out for the Shrekkers, um, do you, what what angle do you 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 choose your players who have interesting like drama, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like, so like, you're well, when, I, when I'm picking my characters, when you when you're fucking rolling your 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 players, you're you're <laughs> opening your loot boxes. You want the one who's a Christian quarterback who's still in love with when his I'm high when I'm girlfriend. doing the uh, Middle Earth Shadow of Football uh, nemesis <laughs> system to come up so with when my you're, football characters. You're Coach Wattpad. You have you have grabbed Jack in your your clutched hand and are choosing to dominate him. Not in uh-huh. that way, but he's, <laughs> well, I am is, Coach Wattpad, so probably in that way. Yeah, probably that way. You are a billionaire. <laughs> And you say, you say, I say, you have this a guy's shitty, number seven in Christian. You have a shitty throwing arm. Uh-huh. You can't run. You have asthma, but you are a Christian and you are in love with your high school virgin girlfriend who isn't a virgin. And that so will that, be very good. That will make you very good at sports, I guess. So that's the thing is that the coaches are weirdly, creepily, uncomfortably speculating Fucking Coach Watkins has never seen this girl before Who? in his life. Who? Coach Alar has never seen this girl before in his life. Well, he can and, tell. Oh, Coach Wattpad, I'm sorry. Yeah. And and he sees this random girl that he doesn't know who she is, and he's like, hmm, I don't know if I believe that she's a Christian. Like, what? 
And then, and then he's like, well, I mean, she is like a completely flanderized man. I'm really TV tropesing it up. This week. <laughs> She's a complete like parody of. This is what I think. Brenda is well, not she, a Christian. She kind of took a level in in uh, in religious. She really had a, a crowning moment of religion, of faith in this episode. She's kind of a jerk ass with a heart of gold. <laughs> she dropped a cluster f bomb, but we didn't talk about I, it. I love her and Adrian's relationship, though. It's such it's such a ho yay. God. So speaking of age, okay. First of all, first of all. Um, Can I finish I... my thought about the coaches? Oh, yeah, please, absolutely. This or not my thought, but just man. finish summarizing this scene, which is that uh, Coach Wattpad says, What an angle. The Christian quarterback who's still in love with his high school virgin girlfriend. And Coach Allure fucking is like, No, she's not. She killed her dad. And Coach Wattpad says, Press doesn't have to know that. What is this? What is this? Everyone's got to know. Excuse me, excuse me, press conference. Mr. Mr. Pappas, quarterback of the fucking... I uh, understand that you're a Christian, but is your, is your how's girlfriend your girlfriend's hymen? a virgin? How's your girlfriend's hymen? Tell me about the hymen, please, please, please. Um, so, this is an important revelation I didn't seem to grasp last uh-huh. week, because I don't think it was confirmed for me. But Adrian is at the campus store, mm-hmm. and who walks in but Grace <laughs> Bowman, because it turns out, unbeknownst to me, that- But very beknownst to me. V- very beknownst to you that Grace, Jack, and- A- or sorry, Jack, Adrian, and uh, Ricky all go to the same college. That's convenient! That's so convenient! What a convenience for the show! It's such a good- Oh, they all oh. get to still be on the show, how about that? And they, they save money on sets. They can just play for like one library. Um, also, this is the, now I know that they're in LA. Mm-hmm. Like they're in driving. Oh, did you, did you investigate where the store, where the book, uh, uh, where the school is? It, well, the, the, it, they're at Eastern College and they're a bulldog. Uh, they, uh, sorry. I, I do have to correct you. Uh, uh so they, they, she's at the bulldog bookstore and on the well, front desk, there's sort of a college emblem. It's, it's are Southern. They, are they at fucking, uh, it's what's, Southern what's the, California University oh, is what Southern, the emblem says. Is, that, is is SCU real? No, but ah, okay. I'll tell you what is real. I'll tell you yeah. what is real. There yeah. is a university in California. It is California State University Fresno. Okay. Which are the Bulldogs. Interesting. And I They're looked at Fresno. the Fresno Bulldogs logo, and it's almost identical to the Bulldogs logo used in the bookstore. They're in Fresno, it seems. Yeah, just a quick three and a half hour drive. Well, you know, it's close... People on this show love, 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 love taking two to three hour drives routinely. <laughs> That's so true. Ricky takes, Ricky, like, Anne just drives back and forth between Palm Springs every day in the traffic. And in Dude, LA in, traffic, too. In this episode, Anne drives from Palm Springs and gets there and talks to George for five seconds and is like, well, all right, I'll get going. <laughs> Ricky could go out of state and it would probably be an easier commute. Anyways, uh... Adrian has wants absolutely nothing to do with Grace, and she basically oh Grace she is says here. like Grace is here. She's trying to be like, hey, I want to talk to you about my new life, and then Adrian compares her to the boy boy who cried wolf. Well, because she keep no, yeah. she didn't compare her to that specifically. Huh? Specifically, Grace is like Adrian. I'm so sorry. I'm religious now, and Adrian's like Grace. Shut up about your Christianity. I don't care. You're like that. <laughs> You're like the boy that cried wolf too many times. Ah, the famous story. It's like, I think it was called the bus that couldn't slow down. Um, so You're like so, the little engine that was able to do it. You're like the girl in the little red hood. The little, the little engine train that was able to do what he was trying to do. <laughs> Anyways... Um, Grace says that eventually there was a real wolf, 
And uh, that's, you know, I never knew that uh, the the boy who kept crying for the wolf that was not there uh, was actually a story about finding your faith. Yeah, the moral of the story is that is that the boy who cried wolf too many times and everyone got valid. mad at him. Uh, the <laughs> the real villain was everyone who didn't believe him at the end. <laughs> Uh, so Grace so, does a funny metaphor. She's like, "Oh, I've been a bad shepherd, but well, something this is about because like the whole joke of of Bowman funny is that like, wow, she's is she really a Christian because she is using all the lingo, but she's using it wrong. Mm-hmm. And this is where it's like, what does Brenda think of Christians? She likes or it, d- and you know and- what I th- I think you know what it is. You know what it is. Brenda's like." Oh, Grace trying to reclaim her faith is is a sham because she's already had sex. She's too far gone. Yeah, I mean, she's I think straight. Brenda is a Christian and Brenda thinks that Christianity is good. I think the issue is that she thinks Grace. that Grace is bad. She thinks Grace is bad because she had sex once. Twice. Right, exactly. Wait. I mean, that was legitimately the fall of Grace. Ah, you're right. Uh, but so Adrian, uh, or Grace, Grace does a funny uh, uh, metaphor and she's like, uh, I've, I've been a bad shepherd or a bad sheep. I don't know which one I am. Ha ha ha. And then Adrian is like, you're more like a fisher of men, which is, <sighs> he's a fisherman. So and then Tom comes in and she so I needed half shepherd, half sheep, Funny. half fisher, half man. I needed, uh, Lauren to explain this reference to me. Oh, is this like a thing? Yeah. Apparently Jesus refers to, he's like, he's like, ah, you are, you are a fisherman, but if you if you like i'm probably getting this wrong but it's like oh you're fishermen but if you spread the good word then you will be fishers of men ah uh, but the joke of I'm this proposing. is that age is that grace is a fisher of men and that she's she's uh, oh she had sex two she's, times she's a loose woman do you get she it she had sex twice she had sex life. twice so anyway adrian says, Wait, I'm, just... I'm sorry do it uh-huh. no grace had sex with grant a bunch did she have sex with Grant a bunch? Yeah, she did. Sorry, they, she is, they talk- sorry so I'm so I'm so sorry. She has dated three people, therefore she is a fisher of men. Yeah. She's had three boyfriends. And Ben. And she kissed well, she kissed Ben once and then they didn't know what they were doing for the rest of the time. Yeah, they forgot about and that. She's that one. very she's a she's a loose woman if you think about it. Yeah, so she's Grace a woman is on like loose, Grace is like, verge. Adrian, do you want to come to church with me? And Adrian says, fuck off. And I here's the thing. Adrian, uh, uh, Grace I, I fucking can't stand Grace. No, she's not a character. Season five, anymore. Grace is just unbearable. who is this? I don't, I don't know what they think they're doing with her. It's so bad. She's so annoying, and I this can't go anywhere good. And then Adrian Grace is like, "Well, you should come to church with me. You and Omar should come to church with me because I think that the school board will look more favorably on you two if you're both churchgoers." Well, there's one thing you got to know is that there's never been a churchgoer who has been a pervert. Never, never, never. And oh, Adrian's like, "What are you talking about? What do you what school board thing?" And Oh, and this is important the thing she says there. She says, "Oh, the investigation into whether Omar is a <laughs> pervert." So here's the thing. Uh-huh. Omar in an attempt to prove that he's not a pervert has told everyone. It, like, well, demanded told, like, the that s- the school board launch an investigation into him. But he knew that if he, like, he knew that Madison and Lauren would start, find out somehow and start spreading it. My I am not a sexual predator shirt seems to be causing a lot of people to ask questions which are answered <laughs> by the shirt. He just needs, well, I think Omar would do better in his life if he had a shirt that says, I am not a sexual predator. This just is a friendly reminder that he was a high school, uh, college senior dating a high schooler, so that's... Here's the thing, you know. okay? Uh-huh. And like, okay, so Grace is like, "Oh yeah, well, Omar looks pretty bad having dated you, who was in high school, and then gone to work at that same high school." 
And I'm like, yeah, that does look pretty I'm bad. Shaking Thank my you head. for saying it. But then Grace is like, Grace explains the real reason that Omar looks bad is, quote, it's the power of suggestion. Ben ah, suggested Omar is a pervert, and now everyone thinks he might be. Wow. That's how it works. I'm the worst accusations ruin lives. The worst thing you can do is falsely accuse a poor innocent man who just wanted to date a high school girl. This fucking this is what's incredible because from the from the beginning of this storyline last week, I didn't think that it was really gonna be like a full on false accusations storyline. But then Grace delivered this line about the power of suggestion and how everyone. Everyone always uh, believes people who say that that someone is a pervert just out of hand, and now it's now it is full on a false accusation storyline. Yay! Poor, poor Omar, man. Um, and then so Grace then, says, uh, "Grace is is like, like I'm religious. I'm filled with the Spirit." And Adrian says, "You're filled with something. Do you get it?" And then she says um, that uh, the Lord will see the Lord will the Lord will see Omar through his travails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. so. Anyway, oh, uh, Ben is sitting as on the phone. He's calling Adrian while sitting down with Ruben, and then Adrian answers, and then he says he'll call her back later. He, he's not calling Adrian. Adrian calls him. Oh, she calls him, and then he says he'll call her. Why is Adrian calling? Oh, to tell because him the, because yeah. Ben accused Omar of being a pervert. <laughs> so anyway, Adrian is very mad, and Ben says, uh, "I'll talk to you later. I'm in a meeting right now." With yeah, and then so Ben's talking to Ruben about the fire as Leo advised him to, and Ruben's like. Just, Ruben's just like, off topic, Ben, did you have any reason to call Omar a pervert? And Ben says no, which is a lie. And Ruben says, you know, if Omar is a pervert, then he'd be a danger to all the students at Grant High. Which he is. He is. Kind of seems like it. Kind of seems like it. He was dating one of the students there. And then Ruben's like, well, putting that aside, uh, you should get an attorney. Oh, oh yeah, because Ben is like, I let the bunch of, and, and Ruben's like, dude, stop. Dude, like, dude, don't confess to a crime to me. There's an active investigation going on right now. Do not confess right, to a go, crime Go to get me. an attorney and talk to your attorney. And then Ben's like, are we arson suspects? And he says nothing. And then Ben says, I lit a Bunsen burner. And, and Ruben's like, oh my God. God. And Ruben's like, well, all right, Detective Shanahan, come on in. Yeah. I love, I love the He's detective. Like, well, never I wasn't appeared. going to call the fucking cops on you, Ben, but. I mean, I, you're in my, you're telling the detect, the, uh, fucking, what's his name? Uh, the assistant Ace DA. Attorney, the assistant DA, you are confessing to a case Did of Did you just call him the Ace Attorney? Yes, as a joke. How fucking dare you? Well, he, you know, he's, he's definitely not having sex. So how dare you, ki- how dare you compare Ruben to Phoenix Wright? Or Apollo Justice, depending on which game you're playing. Ah, uh, you know, I've never played them, so I didn't know. I don't know. I always forget. Man, they're good games. I've been, I've been meaning to get around to them. I, I, think, I think you'll, you'll really like them. them. We've probably talked anyways, about this on the podcast like four times. Anyways, so uh, I love that he's like, all right, Detective never appearing on this show. Please go investigate No, this no, no. We see Detective Shannon Hanneman. Do we? Yeah, in, in the next scene with Ben. Ah, okay. Ah, yes, I think you're right. Yeah, so Dylan is here with Raven and Mercedes, and they're talking about the investigation. <laughs> And Mercedes says, uh, why can't we just ask Wendy to ask her cop dad if, if, she, if he knows anything? And Dylan says, we can't. She doesn't exist on the show anymore. <laughs> That's so funny. And they're just, man, we really are just like losing people by the episode. We lost Toby and Ashley and we lost Wendy and Griffin, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, Griffin's man. gone. And then there were none. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, uh, this is a pretty Nine epic- students remain. Two more must fall by the end. 
So, so um, Dylan has introduced a wonderful new line uh, in this episode mm-hmm. where um, she says, well, no one would think that Wendy is involved because Wendy famously is still a virgin and she doesn't smoke weed. No, so no, no, no. Talks- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You need to you need to pull it back from that point and, and start where it starts, which is Wendy's dad would never believe oh, that she would do anything yes. illegal. And they say, what? why not? And she it's says, she's a because she's never had sex. Yeah, she's never had sex. And then Mercedes, or Mercedes, mm-hmm. is like, what does not having sex have anything to do with not starting a fire? And then Dylan says that they didn't have sex, therefore they didn't burn the school down. Airtight. Yep. And then Mercedes says, who lit the Bunsen burner? And, and then goes, Dylan Ooh. says, Ooh. I, you know what a moment that I really liked is when, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> when when Dylan says we can't uh we can't have Wendy do this for us, uh they they say the very weird line of, Oh no, is that where Wendy is right now? Is she talking to her dad? God. Wendy's been arrested. Wendy's been arrested. Um speaking of people who are being arrested. So we ben see Detective Shanahan. There's two there's two copular men, so uh-huh. I couldn't tell which one was Shanahan. There was Shanahan and Peter Panigan together yeah. at last. <laughs> Shanahan and Panigan. Panigan and Coachalor and Coachalar. A lot of fun characters in season five. Just some funny, funny, they're silly, asking, silly names. They're asking who lit the Bunsen burner, and then Ben's uh, public defender tells him not to say anything. Who's Haley Duff? Haley Duff tells him not to say anything. Uh, this is uh, this is uh, this is Lindsay Bugwire. <laughs> I get it. So Ben, so yeah, she Ben's like I, and and she's like, she's don't like, no. answer any questions, Ben, and he's like. Is this I your first rem- case? And she's like, what difference does that make? And he and he just turns to the police and says, I don't remember who lit the Bunsen burner. And then she says, like, okay, if you tell them that you don't remember and then you change the story later, it's going to fucking, everyone is going to think you're lying. Yep, and but he does she, it anyway because well, he well, thinks. Well, you know, it's it's her first time, so obviously. We don't even know that it's her first case. You're right. Well, you know, she's, it's, 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 it's the Duff, the Duffster. Gotta be the Duff. It's gotta be the Duff. Gotta be the Duff. So then, so Adrian now has got some Poppy's tacos. She says, mm-hmm. here I am in Omar's classroom. She says, hi, and pervert, I brought you some tacos. Hi, pervert, I She says, she says, uh, what's six slick? Or what's yeah. slicks? Yeah, whatever. Hey, That's Omar, right. have you been dating any high schoolers lately? And he's like, only you, but, you know, you're not in high school anymore, so I'm, uh, I think I'm gonna break up with you. Yeah, he's, um, and he's, she's like, Omar, you're an idiot for starting this investigation because the power of suggestion will have you found guilty because people just believe anyone who says that someone's a pervert and then teachers get found, uh, get wrongly convicted of things they never did. It's uh, terrible, Omar. It's, it's a huge I problem. Can, it keeps me up at night thinking about it. <sighs> so Omar says, Adrian, if they ask you any questions, tell the truth. And she's, she's, <laughs> Puts on her classic Joker makeup and says, the truth is, everyone lies. Everyone lies. And, and I started crying right then and there. I actually, I I curled my lips into a sickening smile. And I oh, said, no. That's I horrible. Said, Damn, we live in a society. And then Adrian says, everyone lies. And I'll say we're both Christians. And we everyone live. lies and everyone buys. My Joker voice has just become my Ben, ben voice. voice. It's true. Um, it should be like Ben and Ashley, I feel like, are the Jokers of this show. You know what, though? Uh-huh. From what I've heard about that new Joker movie, it sounds like he's basically Ben. He's, he sounds kind of like Ben, huh? Kind of seems like it's Ben. It seems like maybe there's a certain kind of, of like, very straight white man who might very seriously identify with the Joker. Anyways, 
So uh, she says that she'll tell them that they're both Christian and that they saw each other, their sheep and their shepherds and their fishermen, and then they'll the Lord will see them through their travails. I love travails. I I have gone. I love travails too. And then Omar's like, "You sound like my minister mother." Uh-huh. And then and then Miss O'Malley sees Omar and says, "Hello, pervert." I mean, Omar, please. Take several steps back from Adrian and do this not. This is such to a her. weird moment. The way that she does, because she, well, she's, she's like, being oh, funny. Oh, look who's here! Bye, Adrian. And then she starts walking away. But then she walks back and she's like, "See, Omar, you talk, then you walk. Bye, and Adrian. Then you walk. That's how it's done." And then she starts walking away again, and she's like, "No, Omar, walk with me. Do you get it?" And then he, she like drags him away, and it's like trying to be like a funny moment, but I didn't. It's not funny. I had I to like watch it, it twice because I didn't understand what she was doing. <laughs> Um, he's, she's trying to protect Adrian from this, this creep. Yeah, so we go uh, to Ricky, who's telling a rando lady how to do, uh, meat good in the oven or whatever. cooking low and slow in the oven. Yeah, what a sweet boy. And then Anne is like, hello, son, hello, you're not problematic, and you have three moms, and two out of three he's of them collecting are, moms. You're collecting moms. You gotta catch them all. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, Ricky is like, <laughs> oh, she says like, oh, I was talking to George about Ashley, did you give Ashley the money? <laughs> It's amazing, because Anna's like, literally, she's like, oh, did you hear Ashley left for Italy? And he's like, oh, what? And she's like, you didn't give her the money. And he's like, no, I hadn't heard about this. And she's like, oh, well, that's oh, Ashley oh, for you. That's she Ashley. Does, she's Not only does she not seem to give a shit says, that Ashley disappeared and went to Italy out of nowhere, she's, she barely even seems to care where she got the money. I mean, my dude, when has that ever been Anne's character? When has Anne ever historically cared about Ashley? Oh, I thought you were going to say, when has she ever cared about where money came from? And I was going to no, say, no, I mean, I, neither, either of those things. So she's like, she's like, well, she's on her own, whatever. And then Anne says that she wants to be a part of Ricky and Amy's life. And then, uh, she said, and he, she's like, can I talk? Ricky's and like, I can't like, talk at work. And, and Bunny she's decided like, in season five that we're not allowed to like go to my <laughs> yeah, apartment. Yeah, Bunny fi- Bunny's or, finally cracking down. Bunny's finally uh, like become a normal manager. And she's then like, she's like, okay, well, fine. Give me three steaks and I want you and Amy to have a wedding. Funny. That's so funny. And then and she and then, starts trying to guilt him with the fact that Mimsy's going to die soon. <laughs> yeah. She's Which like, kind of works. My mom doesn't have a lot of time left. You should probably have a wedding so she can be there. And then, oh, this is weird. This is Ricky's so line. weird. And it's like, and it's like, well, I feel so bad because Mimsy wasn't at my own wedding. And then Ricky says, you're gay, so does it even matter? Yes, <laughs> it matters. <laughs> she still had a wedding. Huh? 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 Uh? I, I don't, I don't, and I don't see what the last 18 years of your life matter now that it turns out you were gay the whole time. It's, sorry, I, I thought, I mean, that's like when, I mean, it's weird because, because that's kind of how it is with George, right? Because George is like mm-hmm. with Kathleen now and he's now referring to Anne and Ashley and Amy as his former family. He literally so. called them his former family. Anyways, oh Anne says, God. Anne says like, well, I still don't want to have any regrets. Let me just throw you a party. Uh, Amy says, to, told yeah, she, me. She, sa- she says, let me throw you a wedding or a party or something. And if you the would accept a party, the- why would you lead with wedding? We're going to throw you the biggest rager this town has ever seen. Or so just then like she a says, study session, if that's Or just like a study session. Or a wedding. Why not a wedding? And then she says like, she, she says like, well, look. Amy told me that you didn't want a wedding. And then he's just and then, like... And then Ricky's like, oh, I on. see. Lies have ah. consequences. And then Ricky... lying? Ricky goes out of his way to be like, ah, Amy did lying. Well, time to fuck with her. And so I love to fuck with my wife. 
This is Ricky is a new wife guy, and he's he's I hate my wife guy. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, so he's like, you know what, Anne? Sure, give us the biggest wedding you want, and the Let's sooner have- the better. <laughs> it's like that famous Billy Idol song. It's a nice day for a spite wedding. Nice. So um, <laughs> good job. Great work. Thanks. So and then uh, and then Ricky goes. Oh, but check this out. This is the best thing. What's the date for the wedding? When it's to have be the wedding? Fourth of July. And well, you know what? She's gay. Yeah, it loves the Fourth of July for some reason. And um, then Ricky and then, says, "Oh wait, Anne, don't forget your steaks." And she says, "I don't need them. I got what I wanted." And Ricky's like, "Please take know, the steaks. You paid for them." Do you want to know my favorite part of this scene? Is it the and guy? I, it's, it's so. There's a man. He's another butcher shop employee. We have he's seen him before. A recurring extra at the butcher shop. This is a recurring extra. I think this might be my cool teen moment. Yeah, he me like too. walks right into the screen, the, the like frame, and it zooms in on him like he's gonna like m- put a funny little button on the scene, like. Wow, Ricky, like, he says something, and then the episode just, fa- like, like you can sense him, like, trying to get a line in, like, no, 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 and then it, like, cuts to commercial. He he just walks, he, like, kind of looks at Anne as she leaves, and then he walks over to Ricky and just gives him a huge smile. I swear, he really looked like he was gonna say something, and then it just faded to black before it's he could. really funny, and I, I love this so man. It's so funny. Anyways, uh, where we are we get at? a very we're- short scene where Haley Duff is like, Ben, you fucking confessed to the crime, you idiot. Bye. She says, well, she says, like, like, famously, like, arson is a, is a crime that kind of destroys its own evidence, right? Yeah. Like, you could burn a place I've down. I've played and it's like, huh? Yeah, I've played L.A. Noir too, and I know, I know how to do arson now. Parody, parody, parody. <laughs> um, but, but like, unless you confess to your crime, which is what you did, they have, like, in a court of law, no way to prove that you burned down the building, but you did confess, so now it's, it's, you're fucked, so. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about cold tacos? Well, I love to eat a cold taco. I think when I think of tacos and gross sponge... Well, okay, I'm thinking of Taco Bell. I I shouldn't judge Poppy's tacos by Taco Bell standards. That's unfair of me to do. But I will say, I think a cold taco would just be a delicious summer treat. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. I mean, a choco taco is a delicious summer treat. But I was a a young boy, and I, I, believe it or not, I used to play Little League for for a little while oh man I, I hesitated for too long before starting to sing welcome to the black parade when i was a young anyway boy. um so i was like really craving some taco bell i was out there in i don't the like where this is going jordan i was out there in the seattle rain waiting playing my sport and then uh i finished my game i had hit 25 home runs and everyone crowned me player i do remember that i remember that um, and then after I was carried out on their shoulders, I was like, aha, mom, I'm ready for my Taco Bell I asked for. And I bit into it and it was cold as ice. And I'll tell you what, having eaten a cold taco in my life, there are some foods that are, are good cold. I've heard people enjoy cold pizza. I've never tried it myself. I've tried cold pizza once. I, it, I don't I, get the I, appeal, but I, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. Like there's, there's things that you can eat cold. Tacos? They're not one of them. <laughs> Kind of seems like they wouldn't be. Seems like they don't get sort of good joining when... French fries in sort the... of fries and like a hamburger would not be good cold tacos. Would not recommend. But Adrian is offering Ruben some cold tacos because it is what he deserves. Like, don't yeah, get she's me wrong. like, hey, Dad, a pervert wouldn't eat these. Do you want these cold tacos? Do you want these cold tacos that not even a pervert would touch? <laughs> She, uh, so Omar is like, Adrian, I'm busy. Is this about Ben starting that fire that exploded a school? Because Ben just <laughs> confessed and I'm having a real hard time right, right now. Like, what and are we Adrian's supposed like, to do oh, about what? this? 
I have been thrust into just the greatest joyous fantasies of, of the past couple years of my life imagining the last episode of this show where like everyone goes to visit ben in jail and that's like what i really want to have like that would be the funniest fucking way for ben's storyline to end it's ridiculous like reuben you just this is an active investigation and you just for no reason just told adrian (laughs) that ben confessed to it why Why he's an attorney You went to law school. You should know better. You're the fucking assistant DA. I've I've never been to a fucking law. I've never even played an Ace Attorney game. And I know what you did is fucking wrong. I had fucking jury duty. And they were like, do not discuss a single part of this in any context to anyone during the case. And Ruben's like, hey, Adrian, did you hear that Ben confessed to blowing up the school in that (laughs) active investigation? Adrian, where there's a cool murder investigation happening, do you want to see some of the evidence? Check well, this you know, out. You know what it is, Jordan. It's that they uh, haven't had enough, like, doctor stuff going on, so they just need someone to be breaking ah, confidentiality right. standards. No one in the- no one can do their job in this town. Anyways, uh, so Adrian has brought him a cold taco. She wants him to stop the school board from investigating Omar? As the DA, he can do that? Yeah, and he's, he's like, I can't do that. He's got a lot of pies. He, sa- he says, then- here's- here's what's probably gonna happen, Adrian. The school board's probably going to uh, amount to nothing, but then Omar's probably going to, like, hit Ben with a civil case because Ben is rich and he's going to want that money. And then Adrian is like, like, oh, no, my oh, condo. No. Are they going to take away my condo? <laughs> the only thing she cares about for some reason. Yeah, then and then like, Haley Duff walks out of the room and is like, Ben's a fucking idiot. Bye. She I'm not appearing says, on the show again. Man, my my notes sure did say the, uh, Laura, lawyer comes out and says Ben is a fucking idiot. And then, oh, well, but I mean, then there's a funny... Says. There's a funny scene where she says, is this the girlfriend? And then Ruben says, no, ex-wife and my daughter. And then she says, bye, I'm going away from the show. Bye. Yeah. And uh, then Ben doesn't, it doesn't, did I wrote down a note that says that Ben came out and confessed to burning down the school a second time, just in case we didn't get it on camera. Yes. He walks out of the room after Haley Duff and Adrian's like, oh, Ben, sounds like you need to go to church. And and he's like, what? I, I missed the thing that gives that context. And then she says, <laughs> whatever. And then she eats a funny cold taco and starts throwing up at how gross it is. It's not great. And then, uh, then... Yes, 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 yes! George and Kathleen are dancing in front of a plate of cheese cubes. Like, Kathleen this is, is this so is what fucking... I, uh-huh. my eyes made a beeline for their funny chocolate cake. It's I didn't even notice hits. the cheese cubes because I was There's too busy resisting cake. the urge to make the same joke again. There's chocolate. No, but the funny thing is, is that when, when was the last time that Kathleen had a big old plate of cheese cubes? Well, I think you'll find that it was when Marshall died. When Marshall was incinerated in a righteous fire and now she's with her new When Ben burned man. down Marshall's plane. When Ben burned down Marshall's skin and body. Um, Kathleen got a big old plate of cheese cubes from Anne, and it's kind of a theme, because now she's dancing with George, and she loves it, and she loves to think about her food that she associates with her dead husband. It's great! Yeah, because Marshall's bad. And then Uh, they talk about, like, nutting during dinner. Okay, okay, to- to clarify what you just said for the listeners, Kathleen is like- (laughs) Oh, George, this brings back memories. You and I used to have so much fun making dinner together. And then and then he's like, yeah, and a lot of fun before dinner and after dinner. And then she goes, yeah, and sometimes during dinner. What? 
And then Anne is like staring through the window, like laughing at the thought of the cheese cubes because she's also. Yeah, and then funny. Kathleen looks through the window and sees Anne standing there staring at them, and she screams she's, as she should. She's, yeah, and George says she's like a jack in the box in the window, and then Anne comes in and she says, "This is my own home, and I'm and I'm Ashley's own mother." <laughs> and then she says, "Hey, have you heard from Ashley?" And then they say that they did it. Oh, I forgot about this too. Yeah, so, okay, okay, so Kathleen is like, okay, this is uncomfortable, I'm gonna go just hang out in the living room while you two talk, and Anne says, no, you should stay, because this is what life is gonna be like with George, not dinner and dancing, this. I just, I just, just, hold on, one sec, one sec, I'm sorry, Uh I know we've had this, discussed this before, but like, Mm -hmm. wow, we used to love cooking dinner together, and had so much fun, and we nutted on the table, while we were cooking dinner. And you left socks on the floor, and it made me feel like a servant, and I realized I never loved you, and then I had sex with the sock man. I just... I think Brenda forgot her own sort of backstory Well, for George this has one. a funny sex penis that feels so good. He... Well, have they kissed yet? Because if he kisses her, she has to go home. They were... They... I don't know if they kissed yet. Um, they... What they need to do is move in together, so that after they kiss, she doesn't have to go home, because she's already home. I don't know. I think that if she moves in and they kiss, she'll have to, like... Get a divorce. Or, <laughs> she'll, or have like, to, she'll be like, George, I'm sorry. I have to go back to my hometown, my childhood Gra- home. Grace is like, Grace is like, mom, you, you just left. Why are you back? Oh, well, he, he kissed me, Grace. I had to leave. I have to go uh, to the guest house. I have to live in the, God, if Kathleen lived in the guest house, it will happen. So it's the, it's uh, the new having separate twin beds, <laughs> separate twin houses. Is this, is this when we get F- a confession? Fire emblem, separate twin houses. <laughs> that's, that's what, that was season two where they had twin houses. Yeah. Um, is this one, is this when we have the, uh, the news oh, about Ashley? Uh, before that, before that, uh, we get a very important line from George where he's like, huh, let me guess, Anne, you wish you could dance with Kathleen. What if Anne was funny gay? That'd be funny. And Anne is like, hey, so Ashley called me and George says, no, you didn't because, it, er, sorry, <laughs> this is so weird. Anne says, Ashley called me and George says, no, she didn't, because if she did, then you'd know where she got the money, and you'd be talking to Mimsy or Eugene right now. And Anne's and then like, Anne says, Mim, Eugene, what? Anne's like, what do you know? And she and she funny pinches his ear, and he's like, ow, 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 okay. Oh, okay. you forgot the part. You forgot the part where uh, they're just like they're literally. Uh, George just mentions. He says the words, Eugene is still around. Yeah, he's st- like, he still exists. I no, no, to- no. I remember what it's. She's. He's like, is Mimsy still with Eugene? And then Anne says, yeah, he's around. Now I That's need to you I need to say okay just say just say it George say says it. okay okay Mimsy sent Ashley 10 grand H bomber so, guy so, voice $10,000 So yes. George knew that Ashley tricked her Alzheimer's wait, ridden grandma wait, wait 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 but then he got the when did he find what huh when did he find that out I don't know A when did he find that out and B, why the fuck didn't he tell Anne? That's what's he's killing more, me. He's is the a, one so against this. Apparently why? someone told him this uh, earlier today, and he's just fucking, like, slow dancing with Kathleen, like, oh, did I tell you that my daughter scammed her grandma out of $10,000? I need to say the specific uh, wording, which is that Eugene missed one of Mimsy's accounts. So he was he was taking all of her no, money. No, 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 no. They're married. I, and I know, she I know she has, has Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's but and isn't he's... it just, 
Well, actually did steal $10,000 from her. Yes, apparently Mimsy had a secret account that that Eugene didn't know about and she probably also forgot about. I mean, her and George, Mimsy and George famously have a lot in common, so. Yeah, they love to hide money. And so, and then Ashley fucking somehow. Mimsy. Manipulated Mimsy into, it's really fucked up. It's fucked up. I mean, I think, I think. In the, the text of the show, Mimsy did just give Ashley the $10,000, but she's an old woman. Mimsy doesn't Alzheimer's. fucking know who Ashley is. Exactly! There's no way! Anyway, Anne's like, I need to go home. This is, oh, by also, the way, by the way, by the way, important line. Anne uh-huh. says, how did this happen? Referring to, because the, the dialogue in this scene was very confusing. I had to watch it yeah. like five times to know what they were saying exactly. But Anne says, how did this happen? Referring to Mimsy having a secret banking account that Eugene didn't know about. And George says, I'll tell you how this happened. Even with her brain not working, she's smarter than all of us. God, that's a, man. Pretty man, bad. Pretty bad, Brenda. Pretty bad. And, so, then, and then Anne's, Anne's like, like, I gotta fucking get home and talk to Mimsy now. Yeah, Anne is like, I just drove up from Palm Springs. Time for me to leave. And then Kathleen says, oh, you should stay and have dinner with us. That doesn't seem awkward at all. And she says, I did bring steaks. And then George hates it, but they have dinner together. And that's the George is like, funny threesome. Nice. No, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So Sorry, Leo and Camille are drinking wine. And uh, he's are like... Are they at Jesse the Only Bar and Grill? I no, they're, they they're at home. They're at home. They're at home. Oh, you're right. You're right. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. So there's no there Jeff's was, the Only no, There was no Jeff's this week, unfortunately. Oh, there, there's, no, there's, Jeff's, a little, Jeff's... <laughs> there's a little off-camera Jeff's cameo that we'll get in a bit. Ah, yeah, you're right. So Leo and Camille are like drinking wine. And then he's like, I feel... I feel bad how how this all went up, and it's just so hard to watch my piece of shit son screw up all the time. Yeah, and and, and he's she's like, well, Leo, I understand like all of this stuff that you said and all, all the principle, whatever. But if Ben gets involved in a criminal case for exploding a school, you should probably get involved. And Leo's like, nah, I told him I wouldn't do that. Well, well, here's the thing. This is a new thing about Leo is he's like, I'm just trying to scare him straight. He needs to think he's going to jail, so I'll stop trying to rescue troubled girls. There's no possible way that the police will ever have any evidence or confession that my son burned down a school and that it wasn't a leaky gas line. And then Ben says, hi, this is, I by conf- the way, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Before that, Leo... If you sincerely believed that this was just a leaky gas line and Ben and Dylan had nothing to do with it, the fact that you told Ben to go rat out his girlfriend and f- fucking well, he frame wanted her, her for yeah, arson, he wanted to frame yeah, that's anyway fucked up. When yeah, but well, I guess Leo's a mafia, mob, so whatever. Yeah, he's a mafia man. He, you're lucky that he didn't just have Dylan killed. Yeah. Anyway, Ben says like, well, her dad is the president says, like, of a security government. That's true, but like, what the fuck is he gonna do? Anyways, uh, Leo says, uh, like, oh, well, there's no way that Ben would ever go to the police and there's no evidence. Then Ben says, hello, I'm here. I confess to the, that I started the fire. We started the fire. And And Leo is so mad. You know, that's, no, hold on. Hold on. That's like a cute couple moment, right? Like, oh, it's not your fire. It's our fire. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty sweet. That's pretty, that's really sweet. He's a good boyfriend. Leo is so angry at Ben. He's like, what the fuck, Ben? (laughs) I told you to rat out your girlfriend. Yeah. Like, like, it's one thing. He Leo, this just is your missed- fucking fault, you dipshit. He probably just misheard what you said, Leo. Um, anyways. He's- you and knew then that he's- he didn't want to do that. Yeah, and then he says, like, it was your girlfriend who locked up and closed the door at the end of the day. Oh, my God. He, and literally, then, and he then- literally said, okay, a moment ago he was saying there's no reason to believe it was anything but a leaky gas line. And now he's no, screaming but now he's, like, at Ben. He, he could says, get Dylan in jail. Right. He says, I wanted you to tell the truth. That your girlfriend broke in and lit a Bunsen burner. If you believe that she had nothing to do with it, 
whatever. So Dylan, we then Dylan calls Ben, and she's like, "Why is Detective Shana Na 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 in my living room?" And he says, "And he says it'll be okay." And Leo says, "No, it won't." (laughs) What are those? (laughs) Um. So now we're at the Jurgen, the yeah. I mean, no, it's the the I guess the Underwood Jurgen's house because they're married. Yeah, it's unclear. Well, they're not married, and. And uh, this was troubling, was when, <laughs> was the fact that we today find out that John's beloved childhood teddy bear, the bear, just think about a teddy bear, it's a bear, no, it's named Benny. Now, I know that we get an explanation of why the bear is called Benny, but it is a bear, and it is named Ben. This is, and it's, this is uh, the thing, is, Amy comes home with John, and she's like, go get Benny, John. And Ricky's like, who's who's Benny? And, he, and she says, I'm here, I'm hiding she from says, the police. <laughs> she says, oh, it's his bear. His bear used to be named Frankie, but he has a friend at school named Benny, so we changed the name. Hi, I'm here. I'm hiding in your school. I'm a little why, boy. Why did they... Why? There was no It's so reason. hard to come up... It's so hard to come up with names, Sam. But the plot, so... the plot point of John's bear having a new name... What, what was the point of that? It's so hard. Well, it's important because... Benny, it's a symbol and a theme and a character. Because oh, Ricky, a fact. well, he, oh, wait, 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 check this out, check this out. It's a fact, it's a symbol, it's a theme, just like Game of Thrones. Ricky hears, uh, go find That's Benny. That's a way too specific reference, by the way. Oh, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, Ricky says, go find Benny, and then, or Amy says that, and then Ricky gets, oh, who's, who's Benny? Are you talking to? And then John says, bit? okay, I'm on my way to prison. I'll go find <laughs> Benny. He's going to be in jail at the end. It's going to be so funny. You know, here, I kind of go off on a tangent. I don't know why, like what Twitter has done to my computer. But every time I go on Twitter, I get a hashtag that is just hashtag blank is going to jail party. And it's usually some kind of pop star or K-pop star. Mm-hmm. And it's every time I go on Twitter. So now I'm thinking like Ben Boykovich is going to jail party. If you also get those hashtags on Twitter, like, comment, please, and subscribe. like comment, and subscribe. Ricky is making lasagna and he got a package from Mimsy that is just a giant thick package and Amy says, it's probably socks. Throw it away. It's only for my grandma who's about to die. Yeah, mi- yeah. Mimsy sent you a package. It's probably just socks. She keeps sending me socks. Away. Throw it out. What is Don't even open wrong? it. What is wrong with Amy? Throw it out. Throw it out. I Is that anything? Like, is it money? Like, I thought it was going to be like a gold bar or something. I, I sincerely believe that this is nothing more than a funny Alzheimer's joke. It's just a funny joke about Amy hating her dying grandma. I highly doubt that there's money in there. Um, he, Ricky's because, like, because Amy drop- said, Amy literally, yeah, she, she keeps sending me socks. It's a fact that Mimsy funny sends her Alzheimer's socks and it's God, hilarious. I hate, I hate my, my grandma. It's, um, God, I hate this show. This show makes me want to like call my grand, call our grandma right now and just be like, hi grandma. I appreciate you being around. Anyways, Ricky, uh, tells Amy that his, her mom dropped by the butcher shop and told him that, uh, that she said that Ricky didn't want a wedding, and now he's counting to ten. Yeah, I heard it. You had a web of lies. And then, uh... uh this lie is getting bigger and bigger, and now we oh, need this, to have a okay. big party. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We need to address the way that Ricky tells her this. Which uh-huh. is, he's like, Anne, Anne came over to the butcher shop, and she says, I'm sorry, Ricky, I the reason she talked to you is because I couldn't take the pressure, so I told her it was about you, because I knew you could take the pressure, and Ricky says, no, I couldn't. I caved and agreed to have a wedding. Which is Ricky fucking lying to Amy. It's the lie, the web, 
This is Ricky's Web of Lies 2.0. It only took us five seasons. It is exquisite that Ricky is weaving a web of lies to make Amy feel guilty about lying. Do you want to hear my disgraceful teen crime of the episode, though? Amy uh, says... I'd really rather not. I heard, I had to hear it when I watched the episode. I don't well, think I want to hear the, it again. The listeners need to know. So Amy says that she, like, hates that they're going to have to have a wedding and that they have to have Anne be in charge because, uh, and this is the real thing that she says, is that the reason that she didn't want a wedding, explicitly she did not want any wedding, is because she doesn't want Anne there because she is not comfortable, and these are her own words, that she is not comfortable with her being gay. Amy, go to fucking hell. How dare you? Fuck you. It Fuck you, Amy. sucks. Just like, like... Fuck off. Like, at first it was like, oh, well, I don't want my parents bringing dates to the wedding. Like, like I don't want all this weird drama. It's supposed to be like our wedding. And now she says, I don't want to have a wedding because I hate my gay mom. Fuck you. It's really awful. Like, fuck off. Fucking R.I.P. to Shailene Woodley yeah, having to read like, that. This, Shailene, we know, like, her politics. They fucking made her say that. I feel so bad for her having to play this character. That's awful. I mean, really? Disgraceful teen crime to Brenda. Yeah, like, how dare you make Slay Queen Woodley read that dialogue? God, she's... <laughs> Shut up. So anyway, um, now we get the scene where, uh... Oh, and then Amy says, like, let's go back to the funny squirrel man. Uh, why am I such a the horrible end. person? They Madison is now planning... So now we get a scene of people planning weddings for Amy... The, just, I didn't understand this. I don't get why it's it's the funny joke of the end of the episode is that everyone is planning weddings for Amy. Why is yeah, that so happening? Like Madison is like... How does Madison's that relate like, to anything that happened before this? See, the fact that you say this, because I was thinking this was going to set up like the season, like the mid-season was going to be this wild farce where like... Amy and Ricky are running back and forth from wedding party to wedding party. No, that would cost money. They party. don't have that. That would be really, like, kind of fun and interesting and, like, kind of a silly situation, and I would actually kind of like it. But, yeah, so, like, so like let's just lay out the situation, right? Madison is, like, t- and Lauren are, like, calling to, like, rent out the church hall so they can invite a huge party for the whole school. No Specific- parents allowed. Specifically, Reverend Stone gives them permission to use the church as but long as there's no, no drugs, drugs or, or alcohol, alcohol involved. Yeah, but you can watch. Or we're having a crack-themed wedding reception. <laughs> then, um, then they're like, Anne doesn't have to know. And then, uh, Lauren's like, what if she throws Amy a wedding? And then, yeah, they talk about like, oh, oh, and then they just name wedding gifts for like a minute, <laughs> just like yeah, a full minute, and, just like. And Lor- they- Lauren's like, uh, we can't invite the whole school. And Madison says, not the whole school, just anyone who wants to come. So nobody. And then, yeah, they, they start just listing things that Amy and Ricky should register for. They're like, So just imagine that, maker, and then we don't need to. Blender, yeah, it's very funny. Coffee maker. Um, Margaret says, like, they're going to have a small dinner party for 50 people or so. And then what do you know? What do you know about Shaker? Like, well, he's he, Indian, he, and he says, Well, what's one funny thing? Some sort of funny sort of thing, stereotype, I suppose. He says, I'm Indian. I know how to throw a wedding. Pitch a tent in that vacant lot down the street. Invite four or five hundred people. Have them ride in on elephants. Yes, they've, I've seen The Simpsons, too. That's so funny, Shaker. That's so funny. I love The Simpsons. If You know what um, could have been fine? What? If Shaker had said... Like, please, Margaret, I'm Indian. We know how to throw a wedding. You could have just left th- it at that. Left it at there, and then You didn't he need said, to bring the elephants in, Yeah, Brenda. and then Amy says, yeah, then they have the wedding, and Shaker's like, I, they they told me there'd be elephants, like, funny, onto Cersei. Oh, like, funny Game of Thrones. Uh, Margaret, Shaker, yeah, Margaret's like, yeah, they talk about, like, 
um, all of their adoptive children and their families coming back, and then Margaret's family from New York. Well, but they, okay, but they hate flying. They live in Los Angeles, they sp- and Shaker's like, we never spend any money. Have your entire family drive across the great nation of the United States. I'm sure they'll love to do that. Convoy. They, they, they spend, <laughs> they spend a whole, like, minute discussing the logistics of, of Margaret's family, uh, coming to LA, and then, uh, they spent uh, like one second on Shaker's family, and they're well. Like, well, here's the here's the thing. Yeah, Margaret's kind of like society. You should you should have your mom come visit because uh, she's never met me or Ricky, and and he's like, well, things aren't really good with my mom and I because we didn't have a wedding, and she felt very insulted, and it kind of destroyed our relationship. Do you get it? Oh, I thought it was. I thought they said something about the fact that they they didn't approve of her. What? Oh, maybe I made that line no, up. No, no, sorry, you cut out. What? Oh, I thought I thought there was a line about uh the fact that Shaker's mom didn't approve of Margaret because of her like race or something. No, you made that, that up? up. You made that up. Oh, it was okay. it was just that they didn't have a wedding and she was insulted. Oh, and so they haven't spoken in twenty years. Which, by the way, then uh huh. I would I would I would have thought Margaret would know that. <laughs> hey, Do Margaret, you know have really you never funny? questioned why you've never met your your mother in law? 20 years of marriage and they never talked about it i was like i was i had this really weird dissociative moment just now where i was i was thinking about like like oh wow you know margaret's mom or shaker's mom disapproved of and never spoke to him again because of their wedding and same with adrian's grandma and then i remember that that was from a fanfic we read jordan yeah i am excited beyond belief to read it's it's not it's by by nature because these are season six fanfics. It can't be until after the podcast ends. Uh huh. But this fanfic that I'm reading right now is, without exaggeration, the wildest fanfic I've ever read in my life. And I excellent. I it we can't. We'll get there. okay. Then so, the last scene of the the last scene of the episode is Nora like trying to arrange on the phone uh, with uh, Jeff's the only barn grill. Oh, that's what that was. And she's like a dozen not, people not credited. And- not credited, but we know it's the only bar and grill. So, like, she says, like, oh, and then a salad with dressing and chicken and a vegetarian option and a wedding cake. Yeah, she, oh, she's that, seeing how much it would cost to have a big dinner party there. That price? Too much. Goodbye. Episode's over. So, like, that's what, see, that's how the episode ends, right? And I was thinking, man, that would be, like, that'd be so zany if they, like, oh, not only do they not want to have one wedding and they're getting a wedding, they didn't want to have a wedding and they're getting, like, six weddings. Doesn't that sound like a kind of a fun thing? And a thing funeral. And a funeral, cause, uh, cause Mimsy won't be dead. And, uh, doesn't that sound well, kind of like a zany, fun TV episode to watch? Like, Amy and it Ricky, It could like, be a bit of a zany, fun TV uh, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have any faith in, in this particular show to make no, it No, but like, fun. but like this show, this show, anytime this show steps out of its comfort zone in any way, it's always silly and entertaining. That's Well, true. unless it's, except for like when, you know, Anne is, everyone's being homophobic or a baby's dying. Yeah, but that's like, not great. When, when um, they do like a mother-daughter dance or like they do a fucking graduation episode, it's always fun Yeah, to as watch. I recall, you we were really happy about the mother-daughter dance. We loved the mother-daughter dance in um, the Holocaust uh, uh, speech. Yeah, so this is, I, I just don't understand the ending of this episode. I don't see how it follows from what, from the Amy It really doesn't, fundamentally, That now everyone is sense. planning different weddings that just... It I don't get how we got sense. to that. But it is it is a fun idea for an episode that we'll probably never get. Hey, who's yeah, your what a favorite fun idea for an episode that probably won't happen. Episode? Uh, my, my least favorite character uh, is Amy. My favorite character uh-huh. was Kathleen. Okay. She seemed very nice. Yeah. 
She danced in front of. She brought some cheese cubes to dance in front of, which That's is very nice. funny. Uh, my least favorite, and I know, I know that Amy did the thing. My least favorite's gotta be Ashley, dude. She fucking scammed her Alzheimer's. She was ridden. not in the episode, Sam. By our rules, she was not in the episode. Okay, Try all right, again. all right, all right. I'll, I'll give you that. Well, I mean, in that case, it's gotta Sir be Amy because the homophobia is really terrible. It's so bad. Like we found out that the reason she did this was because she hates her mom for being gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, my f- my favorite character. Yeah, I want. Was the- I want you to go back to the season premiere where they're where they're driving and having like a fun, uh, like <laughs> yes, like a, a, a funny fun, montage uh, fluff moment with with Bruno Mars marry you playing and she's and just happy think because- about like yeah. ah, she's doing this because she hates that her mom is gay. Uh, my favorite character this episode was the funny the funny smiling man. Do you know what I, wait, hold on. You know who I'm going to say is my favorite character? Who's that? And I hate to say it. I think, I think, did Ruben, Ruben, Ruben do any? Ruben's kind of okay this week. I mean. Yeah, besides like, the are, fucking revealing to Adrian that. Oh, ben, right. Never mind. He broke the law. Never mind. I forgot I, about I should, the funny. I should say, I don't know that that's illegal. Or, There's no way that that's I feel illegal. like it can't be okay that he did that. Absolutely not. That being, okay, then my favorite character was fucking, uh, the detect no because then he's a cop okay my favorite character is the funny smiling man i just want ben to go to jail i just think that would be so funny (laughs) Uh like 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 cops are bad but it would be very funny if ben went to jail it would be very funny if ben went to jail can we i assume we're agreeing that amy's the worst character in the episode oh absolutely (laughs) all right cool uh let's do some questions um did we do the one about uh other oh yeah we did the one from let's just do a couple because i'm super fucking hungry and need to eat food okay um, we got one from Magnificent Sapcaddy that says, if all the actors were replaced by dogs, like in Wishbone, absolutely no clue what that means, except for one, who would it be and why? Okay, so one character is not a dog? One character is not a dog and the other characters are all dogs. Uh, um, dare I say... George? Human Moose? moose? Human Moose. Human, so moose, human <laughs> moose. Human Moose, who's the only person in the world who can't die on 911? No, he he wakes up one day as a human, and everyone around him is a dog. And his first instinct is to dial nine one one, and then he. And but then the no only but that's up. the only number he doesn't know how to dial. Oh my god, I I that's pretty good. Um, Trash Squatch says, "What do you think Ashley said to Grift Mimsy out of ten thousand fucking dollars? Because there's no way she told her the truth, right? I mean, like probably just like, hey Mimsy, can you give me ten thousand dollars? And then Mimsy said sure, and then she did. Can you think of anything funny? Um, I, I I think ha- Alzheimer's. Is I not have a funny. theory. What is your? And theory? I doubt that we'll theory? get an answer. But my theory is that what if Ashley just went up to her and was like, "Hey, Mimsy, uh, can I see your checkbook?" Man, she would do that though, huh? Yep. Here's one from friend of the show Roy, who says, uh, "If you died and woke up in the body of a slow character, kind of an isekai or a trans migration <laughs> story." That's that's my own comment. Uh, okay. With the capability of changing the events of the show on the condition that you had to make sure no one thought anything weird had happened to you. Who in, oh my god, who in your onion would be the best character for you to become and who would be the worst, Roy? Henry. This character is fucking layers of, hmm. I would become okay. Henry. Alright, we're gonna do a real brief little tabletop RPG right now. You okay. are Henry, okay? Be Henry. Okay. Um, how, first of all, what are you trying to change, just specifically? I'm trying. I'm. I'm season one. Keeping oh, Ben so away from Amy. Don't go. Don't go out with Amy. Yes. How would you do that? Because you know Ben is your best friend, and you know he horny, and like you're you're horny too. Like you know. Uh-huh. So like, what would you tell Ben? Here, let's role play this. Wow, 
you see that chick over there with the French horn? She's I want to raise her son. Oh man, I don't I don't know about her. I heard she has an STD. Oh, but that means she's probably you know really really vulnerable. That makes me want her even more. I want to raise her baby and have her STD. Oh come on, Ben. Do you know how much those things make your pee pee burn? Yeah, but like, what what if what if she's helpless and and suffering? I could I could make her life worse. Dude, you, she's just she such a hot broad. Dude, she doesn't need your help. I I heard that her dad has this furniture store. He's like rich, dude. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'll go burn down that furniture store. All right. Do you want to go make R- s'mores in the furniture store? You always <laughs> wanted to live in a furniture store, right? I, I famously, me Ben Boykovich, always wanted to live in a furniture store. Uh, and scene. I guess that would work. Uh, who would be the worst character? I guess Ben, because like if you did anything normal as Ben, Leo would be like, <laughs> "What the hell is wrong with you, Ben? You go uh, raise that woman's baby right now." Alternatively, it could have been Leo. Because Leo could be literally anything, and everyone would just be like, That's true. I feel like you could do some serious good, and, like, take one for the team. If I were to to transmigrate into George Jurgen's body, like, it would be horrible. It would be my waking hell. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing about George is, like, he does some horrible, awful dad shit, but, like, when he decides to, like, have a sweet moment, everyone's like... Oh, that George, always such a sweetheart That's what I'm and saying. great like, dad. Like, I think you could sort of, from the shadows, like, oh, you know, like, Amy, oh, don't date that Ben guy, he's, he's nothing but trouble, like, don't, but, like, I wouldn't be like, don't have sex, don't but, nut! But I'd then you like, don't sing the Mrs. Weenie song, I would, and then I would, the no, universe no, 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 is torn I'd in like, half. I'd be like, I'd be like, hey, Anne, you wanna hear a funny song I'm working on? Check this out, this is for an unrelated musical that I'm working on. And then I would do the weenie song. Have I mentioned how much I support food service workers? I love food service workers, and I'm very proud of you working your job. Hey, and I always tip well. Ooh, mama, someone's got on her power suit. Love it! I love it. You look great. So I guess he's not the worst. I think, yeah, being Ben would be the worst. Or and and I don't I don't want to sound like I I I don't want I don't want to sound rude or hurtful, but. Sometimes I get the feeling that your heart's just not in it in this relationship. And I've I've wondered if you've ever, like, really taken some time to, like, explore yourself and see what you want in life. And See, now we're just writing a better version of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like this is constructive anyway. In no, any not, anyway, not George in any really, way. George I'm just, really I'm just is... writing a fix-it fic. George, George, Ricky, and Ben really are the scum villains of the of the of the slot. Yeah. Um, well, I'll, I'll I'll talk to uh, Coach Wattpad about this, and we'll get that going. But for now, what if I think they were this all? Is... What if they were all? Every character on this show is a billionaire dom. Uh, pretty awful show. It would be a. I don't know. What if it was about Amy and Ricky are billionaire doms and they fall in love and neither of them knows that they're billionaire um, well, it doms? Wouldn't, well, I think people would have been a lot madder about it being on ABC Family. How and am then, I supposed but to explain then, to my oh, family? Oh, but check this out. Then what if Ricky got... Well, it's on Freeform, so they can do anything. This is my show now. And Ricky is the dom and Amy is the dom, but Ricky gets really mad at Amy because he wants to be the dom and he yells at her a lot would be how it goes. Uh, I guarantee that's a fanfic out there and I'll I'll check with uh, Coach Wattpad on that. This is going right, to do cool. it for this week. <laughs> Because I, I need to go eat a, a dinner food of of uh, nutrition, I say, as I stall. Yeah. Found it. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Jurgen at Jurgen at dot Tumblr dot com. Twitter dot com slash Posse Stress is me. Twitter dot com slash Bradipus Rex is Jordan. We have a Discord where you can chat with us about chat subjects and topics and characters and facts and symbols. 
Uh, let's see what Cold our most donuts, recent uh, post is. Tacos. That's the same. Um, it's me linking the uh, Tumblr ask box, which we didn't say, by the way, is jurgenit.tumblr.com slash ask. Send us questions, please. And then I will not answer them because I'm too hungry. Uh, you can uh, subscribe to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash jurgenit. One dollar. Oh, by the way, uh, last week I was I was editing uh, because you went to New York last weekend uh-huh. and i didn't know that you were going to new york so i had been expecting to record patreon content uh and then i i was like i was a little bit just just mildly ticked off because i like we hadn't talked about it so it wasn't like you did anything wrong but i was like uh thanks for going to new york without telling me that we wouldn't be able to record patreon content this weekend and then i was editing the episode and i realized the reason that i didn't know that is because you told me that you would be unavailable last weekend as I was saying what a great job we were doing with, with getting Patreon content every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that caused a, a bit of a Out problem. Out of the park. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, we've been doing great as you were saying, oops, you jinxed it. <laughs> Do you think Vic Fulberg's ever going to come back? No. Uh, okay, so anyway, $1... Uh, gets you access to any of our bonus content, which we will record when we can. Uh, uh, Secret Diary of Ashley Jurgens reading, fanfiction readings, Circle Jerk episodes, uh, the Grant High School Exchange Program, where you can check out our recent episode on Lifetime Porn Addiction Movie, Cyber Seduction, His Secret Life. $5 gets you that, plus a, uh, a, sh- uh, a shout-out in the podcast, and you can send in a message that we would read in Ben Voice ASMR optional. $10 gets you all that. Plus, lets you listen to the recordings when they're recordings. Uh, thank you to our ten and five dollar subscribers: Valerie W, Destry Hawk, H Cave, Stephanie Ruff, Doctor B Dandy, The Smoking Dad, Colby, PR the Disaster, and Alexander Grass Dragon Corbett. Thank Thanks. you. Uh, you can find all of our episodes at SecretLifePod.com. We are hosted on NoiseSpace.xyz, where you can find such wonderful shows. As my pod cabbages. Podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses. City girls make do. Fear baiting. Henry Kissinger is Pokemon going to die. The stick! The island shuffle. That's all of them, folks! And more. And, and others. And the rest. And what do we and say? And the rest. What do we uh, say to the, to the Brenda of Hampton? Not today. Thanks, Brenda. I don't... Man, I know I've said this before. I don't want to thank Brenda for this one. Bye, Brenda. You know, you know, hold on, hold on. You know, like, you know, like, and I, uh, it's got, it's like, you know, when people said thanks, Obama, it's not that they're thanking Obama because you're they right, you're it. right. Thanks, thanks, Brenda. Brenda. Oh, by yeah. the way, I'm going to be in Japan, and we're next episode's going to be like three weeks. Bye. Oops. Bye. Bye. Brenda Vision. American teenager. And that is exactly why Game of Thrones is so important for our time. It is a stark reminder of why democracy matters. Whoa! Democracy, huh? I love, I love non-hereditary monarchies.